This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Chapel International, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Welcome to the Life Preaching Message, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. Let us pray. Father, thank you this morning once again. We seek your wisdom, we seek your guidance. On the beginning, the first day of the year and the first day of the week. Holy Spirit, you are all that we have. You are all that we need. And you are the one on whom we depend. We look to you for guidance. We look to you for direction. Show us which way. We thank you. We give you praise. Our Jesus, the lover of our soul, the provider of the grace that we stand in. And thank you, God. You so loved us that you gave us your precious son, Jesus. We give you praise. Let your word be blessed in our hearts today. May we never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Do you like the walls? Why do you like it? It's better than a glass. We haven't finished. We are just working. But this is what we've been doing since the December break. We started work on, I think, 22nd or... Is it 22nd? Yeah, we started work on 22nd. We decided that we would do it. So, every day, myself, Tulani, and uh, Gift. Uh, You know, Gift... (laughs) No, no, he was there when we needed him. You know, but basically it's myself and Tulani, and that is how we spent our Christmas. You get it? So it's not easy, but at least we are happy that there's good progress. And so the next project, we are all this and we'll finish it, and then we'll have to do doors. And everything. Some of the places we put doors. There will be a door here. There will be a proper door here. Another door there. Door there. All of them will have. At least there will be four doors. It's supposed to be five, but the last one we can't put a door because those that crossbar we can't remove it. It gives the structure its stability. So there's no way we can remove it. But otherwise, I feel it's nice. The church is looking like a church, isn't it? So our next project will be the ceiling. Do you get it? And the ceiling, I expect you to contribute. Because we got a quotation of 150,000. Small money. Kakra, isn't it? It's 150. Let's hope that the price wouldn't change by next year. Hey, this year, sorry. 
You see, I told you it's easy to go back. <laughs> so, I believe God will bless us and we will contribute towards it and get it done very fast. We have to just make sure that the roof doesn't leak or anything and then we put the ceiling. Before we realize, we have a very nice auditorium. But we have to make it be filled with people. Um, I'm depending on you. We all depend on the Holy Spirit, but we are the harvesters. When the Holy Spirit has done its ripening of the fruits, we must go in to harvest. Amen. So gradually we are getting there. You know, for a long time it looked like we would never do anything about this thing, isn't it? Those of you who were here, Kakradems and Co. Said, ah, why is Bishop not doing anything? The time was not right. When the time is right, things move. And they move fast. Amen. There were other churches that needed a place. So at that time, I didn't feel the moral strength to just keep on spending on myself. Amen. But now, having done what is required of me for the others, it's only fair to improve where I also am the pastor. Amen. Great. So... Our theme for the year is a year of being thankful. A year of being thankful. Are you going to be thankful? There are many blessings that stream down. He was playing golf and they gave the people who helped them to carry their bags some money. But the reaction of the people made them want to give more. The reaction of the people made them want to give the people more. And they went and gave the people more. You know, and it's so true in life that there are people that have done very little insignificant things for. But the response of what I thought was insignificant, they made me want to do more things for them. There's nothing like a thankful person. There's nothing like a thankful person. You see, even to your parents, the child that behaves very thankful always gets things to be done. Because you see, let me say, let me say it like this. Human beings, we have a part of us that yearns for appreciation. There's always a part of us that yearns for appreciation. 
Now, when you do something that you don't think is significant, and the person's response to you is like you have done the whole world, you always want to go there and get that feeling because that feeling is good. I mean, that's, that's a, that feeling is good. It's emotionally satisfying. It's fulfilling. I don't know how to say it. It's fulfilling. That I gave you a hundred rands and you made me feel like I've given you a hundred thousand. Oh, then you get more. You even get a thousand rands. Because the hundred rands that I gave you, I didn't feel that I'm even giving you something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that is what sometimes spouses lose. In other words, spouses don't feel the need to be appreciative for the good of the other person. Because they feel that it's your duty. They feel that it's your duty. And that is a mistake. So if you are a spouse, always be very... Let your, your, your husband or your wife feel that they have done something that is, not, is out of this world. Oh, yeah, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Let them feel that they have done something that is even out of this world. Even having sex. Oh, yes. Don't feel, I mean, you see, what I'm saying, eh, it, 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 it has the power to give you far more than you can even have. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Just a word of appreciation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was so lovely. Thank you. You know, I know you do it all the time, but this is special. I mean, it, it makes a big difference. It makes a, it makes a whole world of a difference. The person finds something to buy, like goes to town and sees something that he thinks is okay for you and buys it for you. Even if it doesn't fit you. It's not, ah, you don't know my size. No, 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 no. You see, that, please, what I'm saying, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I feel I'm speaking to somebody here. No, no, I, I don't know. I'm, honestly, I'm speaking to somebody here, here. Not those who didn't come. I know you are here. And I feel that the Lord is telling you something. Look at the Lord is telling you something. That be thankful. Be thank- Even that which is rightfully yours, when it is done to you or done for you, be very thankful. Oh, yes. Instead of saying, ah, but you, you don't know my size. Or... Are you confusing us? Look at what you are starting. Look at what you are starting. Look at what you are starting. His mistake is to think well of you. Or her mistake is to have good thoughts of you. 
So now that he got the size wrong, now you have to now question why he got the size wrong. Whether he's confusing you and another person. So next time, he wouldn't want such insinuations. So what happens is that even when you send him the size, he will not buy it. Because if I didn't buy it, the question of am I confusing understand what I'm saying so listen being thankful is a great thing it's a great thing it's like a pump it releases more it releases more and especially to God you see being thankful comes from a way of thinking therefore the 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 way of thinking of a thankful person does not it's not compatible with the works of evil let me say that again you see a person who is thankful or for you to be thankful you have to think in a certain way i'm not saying for you to say thank you i'm not saying for you to say thank you do you get it? Because saying thank you, oh, okay, thank you. But when you are a thankful person, it is an attitude. It is a way of thinking. Now, that way of thinking makes it difficult for Satan to enter your mind with ideas. So, a uh, uh, the, a pre, the presence of certain a way, a certain way of thinking, which leads to un, which actually leads to unthankfulness. Unthankfulness, you have to think in a certain way. A thankful person, you have to think in a certain way. Now, a person who is thankful, the way they think, Satan can't easily work with them. So, uh, thankfulness is like a protection. It doesn't allow Satan to instruct you. It's like the signal, Satan's signal doesn't work. Because for, you see, for, for Satan to instruct you, he has to make you think in a certain way. It's my right. It's my right. I deserve it. It's my right. I deserve it. You don't deserve anything. And there's nothing you're right. You see, there are many things that happen in life. There are many things that happen in life that unless you are thinking correctly, Satan would make you do the wrong things. There was a situation, it, it happened not far from me, around me. Or take, take, take even, let's take it, let's take it. You've married somebody. You've had children. You've built houses. And then the man decides, often it's the man, the women, even if they are doing things, they don't, they don't leave you. They just do it in the dark. 
पाहिलं असं इज अ मॅन हू वॉन्ट्स टू जस्ट शूट आउट लाईक अ बुलेट बर इसी वन डे आय वॉज समबडी हूज हजबंड लेफ्ट हे आफ्टर शी हॅज स्ट्रगल विथ द हजबंड फ्रॉम नथिंग and he went to marry somebody else not marry but stay with somebody else had a whole family and so many things so there was a situation where it's like the man had two properties like two big properties so the woman the court gave one to the woman and gave the other one to the man now later on things change these stories they always end the man comes back to the wife that, that's how that's how they end in case you are a man here and you want to do the same thing please it, it, it won't be different for you it won't be different if 100 men do that 90 of them god will make sure they come back Ten of them may die before the 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 point of coming back. Do you get it? But the rest they always come. The story—it's almost like it's a it's a template. They always come back because wherever they go, they are treated very wickedly, and finally they find their way back home. they find their way back home sorry now as the woman was being talking he's done this this is so i it just occurred to me i said to her listen what has happened to you is a common thing that happens to a lot of people now there are a lot of men who do what has been done to you but also have nothing so you company with them you marry them they do what has been what he has done to you they do it but they leave you with nothing because they never acquired anything so i said to her you must be thankful that at least this one he built houses because you started with him from nothing when he didn't have anything and therefore if he has not done anything at all he has been able to work to build houses for which the court can give you one because some people do it they have nothing the court has nothing to collect from them for you and you are left with nothing so as he is coming back By the grace of God he built a big house and also built a boys quarters like a servants quarters but it's nice just allow him to stay there don't don't reject because if he didn't do anything at all don't tell me what he has done be thankful that at least as a man from nothing he built a house that today you can even have it out of whatever he has done 
But you see, what I find is that we are not thankful. Because what has happened to you? It happens to people and they are left with nothing. And then the man also comes back and comes to stay in the same room with them. He brought nothing. He left nothing. He comes back nothing and becomes a burden on you. And sometimes the reason is because of the children. So I, I just said that. So listen, what I'm trying to say to you is that be thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful. What has happened? What didn't happen? It should have been this. Be thankful. I said be thankful. Because you see, if you are not thankful, you open the door for Satan into your life. You open the door for Satan into your life. So I want to encourage you that this year as we have begun, be, let it be a year where you are thankful all through. Hallelujah. And you see, you cannot, listen carefully, the way you think, the way you think is determined by the spirit that influences you. Don't believe that your thought processes are neutral. No, no. I don't think we believe as human beings that there's a, that there are powers that influence us. Tanya, I don't think we believe it. We are not conscious of it. It's not. Oh, Lulu, do you believe it that the way you think, your thoughts, are the result of an influence of a spirit. Is this something you believe strongly? No, listen. You, it is one of the things you have to believe very strongly that my thoughts are the influence of a spirit. You must believe it. Because unless you believe it, unless you believe it, you will not, make, you will not use your opportunity. The opportunity you have is to decide which spirit influences you. That's your only opportunity. The only opportunity you have is which spirit would influence you. But as for this influence in terms of your thoughts and everything, it is, it is done. It is happening. You see, I have a few remotes. The gate, we've motorized it. The gate doesn't open by itself. I have to press a remote. And it opens to a particular remote. Because that is what it has been set to. Like, like human, I mean human beings, we are subject to the influence of a spirit. Is it Luke chapter 
Is this chapter 19 or chapter 9? Verse 50. I think it's chapter 19. Verse 55. Where it says, they were going to a place and the people rejected Jesus. Like, don't come here. Because you are not actually coming here. You are passing through. It's, I think Luke 1952. 1954. Or 955. 955. Okay. Hey, but that's quite early. So go back to about 50 or so. 53. Go back to 50. Let's start reading. He said, Jesus said unto him, Forbid him not, for he is not against us. For, for he that is not against us is for us. Let's read on. And it came to pass, when the time was come that he should be received up, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. He steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. Let's read on. And sent messengers before his face, in other words, ahead of him. And they went and entered into a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. And the Samaritans, the village where he went, did not receive him because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. In other words, it's almost like, look, we don't want us to use us as a passing through. You are going somewhere, so you go there. We will not receive you. When his disciples, James, John, these are two good guys, so it's not Judas. I mean, Judas, we can't be sure. Are you with me? But James and John saw this. They said, Lord, would thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them even as Elias did? You see, this is what they said. Would you that, because they have rejected us, should we command fire to come from heaven to consume them like how Elijah, Elijah, Elijah called fire for the prophet of Baal? Yes. Are, are you understanding? Now the question I want to ask you is that this is what they said. But do you agree with me that what you say has to do with what you have thought? Please, help me. There's a thought that must come to determine what you say. Please, is that, is that the case? Do you agree that you don't just open your mouth and talk, but there's a thought, then it makes you say something. Good. At least if you agree, then I know everybody agrees. So, so the question is that, that, please take me back to them. And when is that? Without that, we command fire. It's like rejection, it means bad people. We have to clear them off. Holy Ghost fire. 
Then what did Jesus say? But he turned and rebuked them and said, Ye know not what manner of spirit ye are of. So you see, Jesus was linking their thoughts to the spirit that is bringing such a thought. In other words, their thoughts are not neutral. It is a thought that is coming from a spirit. I don't know if you understand what I'm, what I'm saying. Look, this year, you must be spiritual. And when I say spiritual, I don't mean you must walk like uh, no, no, that's that's a, and speak and speak and speak like you know the Lord is no, no, that's not what I'm saying. Please, please, I beg you, that's not. Don't go and start doing that. That my pastor said this year I must be spiritual. So no, 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 no not that one. Please, please, that's not spirituality. It's something else, but I, I, it's not spirituality. Please, what I'm saying is being spiritual means that you must consider the spirit world in your thinking and in your actions be mindful of the spirit world you see your greatest mistake is to ignore what is present i didn't say the people they thought and spoke line of action or course of action and jesus says that the spirit that you are of wouldn't have made you say the things you say. So this, this, this spirit that is making you say what you are saying is not the spirit that you are of. I hope you are understanding it. So your thoughts are dependent on the influence which spirit is influencing you? So when your thoughts are bad thoughts, it is the influence of a spirit that is not of God. So some of you, when I say something, your response is on the negative side. Why should I buy you something and think that I want to sleep with you? Why? So I gave you a gift, and the next thing you say, hey, what is behind this gift? Is that, is that, is that the thought? It is the, the spirit of God and commands us to love one another and love gifts. So if I'm giving you something, why should you think that the next thing you are thinking, of, what is he up to? from the pits of hell. It's a thought from the spirit of the devil. And sometimes, sometimes that, that question you said is actually the doorway of the enemy into a, bad, a good relationship. A relationship that is pure. It's because you have that thought and as you spoke it, it becomes a seed. Then I begin to think about it. Oh, yes. Because maybe in my mind, it's a pure, 
relationship pure just i know you and i decided oh i had good thoughts of you and let me get this for you or whatever it is then you start saying hey what else don't i know so 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 then before you realize then satan comes to my side and says, she's expecting something yeah maybe it will work because the truth is that your statement of what is behind what i've done it's not like you don't like it it's not like you don't like it if i start to make a move you would agree so something that i have not thought of because maybe i'm under the influence of the holy spirit you through under your influence the influence of the enemy as is sowing a seed into my mind And before you realize now all of a sudden because when you say it as but what do you mean why do you think that hey but you never know i mean men are like that you know that before you realize meanwhile you are you you actually want it listen some of the problems that people get into we have no idea the powers the influence spirit behind it oh yeah so in your mind so you see when you are a person that is always given to negative thoughts you are a person that is given to deep influence by the evil spirit it's not the spirit of god because the holy spirit does not give you negative thoughts otherwise Paul would not have said whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are of good report, whatsoever things are of whatever it is, what, what, uh, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Some of you that say so, I'm melancholic, so I always see things from a pessimistic, it's an it's it's evil spirit. It's an evil spirit that you must do away with. Hallelujah. So listen. In being thankful, we have to check what spirit influences us. Yeah, yeah. You see, we have said it's a year of being thankful. But you see, saying it is one thing, and it being is another thing. So my 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 the way I think is I I always analyze to know what I need to do because there's always what you need to do in the offer in the promise of god there's always a small portion it may not be big but that small portion is all that is needed for you to enter into the promise find that small portion and do it you walk in the promise a year of being thankful demands us to check the spirit that is making us think because thankfulness is it's not like you can decide i'm staying for 10 20 years i'm not making any move then in the last 10 years i'll make all the move it's not like that every 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 stage every station of your life hinges on the other station and there's a time that you should be 
at a stage so moving forward is a necessity each day of your life when you wake up you must pray that whatever step this day would allow me to take lord let it be possible so that i will move forward because otherwise we will come it's my year of being thankful and moving forward but that is all it will just be a confession that never gets to materialize for you but it shall not be so in jesus name i said it shall not be so in jesus name decide i said decide and and i'm showing you the mechanics like the breakdown that it is the spirit the spirit the spirit jesus said you know not what manner of spirit you are of he he equated the their action to a spirit i said he equated their action to a spirit and our actions flows from a thought and our thoughts relates to the spirit so the holy spirit is the spirit of god with us and this year like i said last night we must know him in a special way we must enjoy fellowship with him hallelujah yes it's a repeat of what i said yesterday but you can see that it's there's a slight tilt that listen fellowship like paul said second corinthians 13 14 the grace of our lord jesus christ oh jesus has brought us the grace the grace of receiving the promise the grace of receiving the help the grace of receiving that which we never have qualified for we will never have qualified for the love of god it's always there oh yeah god loves you and there's nothing you can do about it you want to know why god loves you because you belong to him that's why he loves you because he's love and everything of his he loves satan never created you neither did satan create the world he himself was created so stop finding out why does god love me because you know sometimes when you tell people you love me why do you love me they want people want to have oh yeah there's somebody I, like that i work with for some time it's like the person wants to it's almost like there must be there must be a reason or a condition but you know honestly you know honestly that person i just love them because god is love but otherwise that person is full of foolishness a lot of foolishness a lot a lot i'm telling you but i mean i just i, I said in my head that you if if i have to find a reason to love you then i can love you no no if i have to find a reason to love you then it can't because I, there's no reason i can't find a reason you the way you are stubborn always arguing when everybody else is going left they'll go right i mean and some of the things i told the person i know you lie a lot you do you, it's, it's, i ask I, I one time i asked the person are you really born again 
And sometimes the people around me think that I, I don't know this person. I say, I know this person more than you guys know. I know the person inside out. But you see, love, it's like just allow the person to be around. As long as the person has not decided to leave, let the person be around and don't fight. You never know what God may do. God loves you. Not because you, are, you have done anything. And there's nothing you can do to make God love you. By the way, he loves you and accept it. I said he loves you and accept it. But the communion of the Holy Spirit is what we need. The, last night we went through communion means fellowship, contribution, participation, intercourse. That's what you remember. <laughs> I don't know what, what is wrong with boys when it comes to anything sex. Intercourse. Intercourse means interaction. Intimacy of the Holy Spirit. Now, the reason why this is the key to our prosperity and our blessing is because it is by this aspect or this part of the Holy Spirit that he would get to detect and to contribute everything that our life needs. And you see, in God, there's no failure. And if the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God, then when there's nothing the Holy Spirit can be involved in that will fail. So the contribution, that is the participation of the Holy Spirit in your life is a, is a failure proof. It is failure proof. In other words, it, your life can't fail. If in terms of the steps, arrangement and everything were instructions and guidance from the Holy Spirit, your life can't fail. Even if you want it to fail. And even if the whole demonic world prays for it to fail, it cannot. So if you ask me, what's the one thing that I need to do? The one thing that I need to do is to develop fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Is to bring him into my life to contribute to my ideas. To contribute to the steps that I need to take. The more contribution, the more participation, the more intercourse you have the Holy Spirit, the more your life cannot fail. It, it can't, it can't. I said it can't. I said it can't. And if there's anything church we are to learn to do is how to be intimate. With the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You see, if I start relating or you are able to relate with me in a certain way, your life will go in a particular way. The things that you would have done by yourself, because of your interaction with me, you will see light and you will say, no, I can't do this. 
even with my limited knowledge as a human being, I have the ability to explain things to people for them to understand why they need to do this or why they don't need to do this. I mean, that's my grace. It's just simple explanation. I I can give examples that helps you to see clearly a principle. You see clearly, okay, oh, ah, one day, my, my, my wife didn't like mass because of, for obvious reason. But one day, I explained some mass principles to her. She was doing a course some, several years ago. And I explained some mass principles to her. What she, her response was that, you make the thing so simple. And you see, this is a wife. You know, for a wife to appreciate something you do, it means that you really have done it well. I don't know if you understand. Not in that negative sense, but you know, she, she, said, she said it. I used to teach my daughter the first one. I used to teach her maths on, the way, on our way driving to school. Going to drop her at school. Without the pen and paper. And she understands everything. That's what is given to me. So what it is is that if like you get close to me and I relate with you a lot, you will realize that I, may, I will make you understand very complex things in a very simple way. By even the explanation. And the, I don't know how it happens, but I also realize that that's what I have. So, so what it is is that if I am in your life, complex things, you cannot be deceived by complex things. Or you are not likely to be deceived by complex things because we'll be talking about it and then I will, I will lay it bare. And so this one is this, this is that, this is that. Say, so, oh, I never saw it like that. But if I'm not close to you and we don't interact a lot, complex things will deceive you. And the only reason they'll deceive you is because you are nearby, you, there's no interaction. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. Now, this is the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit is with you. But unless you interact with him, this dimension of him, you cannot have it. And that is what we don't have, most of us, because we are not conscious that we have him with us. He's a person. Those who are able to do that are always high above. And this year, this is what you must do. This is what I must do. You must, I mean, as I was coming this morning, I was talking to the Holy Spirit. I was just having a discussion. The Holy Spirit, I've been talking about talking to you a lot. So you now you need to tell me a little bit about you to myself. I want to know you more. Tell me about you. I want to know you. Oh, yeah. Because that, that's what the Lord is telling me, that from, to, for me to go to the next level, my interaction must go higher. It's like for my life, my ministry to go to the next level, my interaction with the Holy Spirit must go higher. It's, it's, it's like, don't talk to anybody, just talk to the Holy Spirit. Because, do you know, do you know something? Do you know something? All the points 
the 12 prayer points that were given. They are possible when the Holy Spirit is the Spirit that is directing you. Because the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of obedience. So if we talk about obedience, breakthrough by obedience, the Holy Spirit will make you, if you talk about being thankful to God, the Holy Spirit will make you thankful to God. Everything, everything you need to do, everything you need to do, the Holy Spirit will do it. There's nothing you can do. The Holy Spirit will do everything. What you have to do is to interact with him. Let's rise to our feet. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And and you, you, you do so by... I said you do so by being aware that he's with you. I said you do so by being aware that he's with you. When you are in your room alone, Lerato, and your husband is not physically there, you don't talk to him on phone. But what I'm saying is, you are in a room alone and you don't find your husband you don't talk isn't it yeah that's how we treat the holy spirit he's in a room with us but in our minds he's not there and therefore we don't talk i mean you can't start talking to your husband when you're in a room alone and he's not there he's not on phone and everything say eh, eh, eh. Honey, do you remember what I told you last time? You go straight to a mental hospital. You see, that is, that is why we don't talk to the Holy Spirit. Because unless you believe that he's with you, you will never open your mouth and talk to him. So all that I'm teaching you and all that I'm saying, the starting point is believing that he's with you. Wherever you are, he's with you. I said he's with you. This, if anything I've said, the beginning point, if you want to know what to do as you leave out this door, you want to know what to do, the first thing is to believe that wherever you are, because of your confession that Jesus is the Christ and is the Son of God, the Holy Spirit is with you wherever you are. I said, if you don't know what to do this first Sunday of the year, as you step out, the one thing that you must do, if you don't remember anything, is to just remember that wherever you are, the spirit of the living God, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the advocate, our comforter, our helper, our counselor, our teacher, our guide is with you. It's with you. It's with you. And therefore, you have the right to talk to him. <laughs>
He's a person. I said, he's a person with you. That you can't see him with your eyes doesn't mean he's not there. Because I can't see the cellular, cellular waves, the electronic waves. I can't see with my eyes, but my phone will tell me that there's, there's reception here. There, there's signal here. So how come you can't believe that the Holy Spirit is with you as you are moving around? Believe it. I said, believe it. That would mark the beginning of your fellowship. That will mark the beginning of the communion of the Holy Spirit with you. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Thanking God and telling the Holy Spirit that from today, you are very conscious of him. You are conscious of his presence. Oh, thank you, God. Rabo Satan. Thank you, Lord, for this day. From today, Lord, thank you, Spirit of Living God. We know you are here with us all the time. Everywhere I am, everywhere I go, whatever I do, you are with me. You are with me. You are with me. You are with me. Therefore, I'll talk to you. Therefore, I'll talk to you. Maroki Tarando thank you holy spirit thank you thank you lord thank you thank you holy spirit thank you wherever for your constant presence oh yes lord for being always with me no matter where i go no matter what i do Oh, yes. This is a reality that I start 2023 with. This is a reality that I know, that I know, I know that you are with me. Therefore, I will be conscious of your presence at all times. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, I'll talk to you. I will talk to you. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platform.